Hello, everyone. Welcome to Locked On ACC. It is Friday, May 1st, 2020. And today we continue our looks around the ACC football schedules for next season with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, as you can hear in the background. I'm your host. I'm Brian Wilmer. I'm from fpschedules.com. If you want to contact the program, tweet us at LockedOnACC, email us LockedOnACC at gmail.com, or you can follow me individually. I am at Sports Matters. Any of those ways will certainly work to get you in touch with Locked On ACC. Now on to Georgia Tech. As we move to 2020, we first must look back at 2019, and it was not a very pretty 2019 for Jeff Collins' rambling wreck. Three and nine was Georgia Tech last year. Two and six in the ACC. They scored 200 points, gave up 389. Although if you look at the depth chart, there is some hope because the quarterback, James Graham, is back. He'll be a redshirt sophomore this year. Last year, 87 of 192 through the air, 45.1% for Graham, not outstanding, but effective enough. 1,164 yards, 12 touchdowns, 7 picks for Graham. They'll also have back running back Jordan Mason, who was the starter for most of last year as a sophomore. Mason carried 172 times for 899 yards. He scored 7 touchdowns, also grabbed 7 passes for 43 yards. Mason with 14 touchdowns career in Atlanta and quite a few veteran backs backing him up. The interesting position, though, is at quarterback, only one returning player has any collegiate pass attempts whatsoever, that being Jordan Yates. Yates last year as a freshman played in two games. He was 4 of 12, 38 yards through the air, no touchdowns, no picks for Georgia Tech. He is the only returning player with any passing statistics whatsoever other than the starter, James Graham. The top two rushers from last year are back in Mason and Graham. Jamius Griffin, Jerry Howard, number of other veteran backs in that backfield. The top two returning receivers are also back. Amari and Brown, 21 catches last year, 396 yards, seven touchdowns. Adonica Sanders, 19 catches, 249 yards. They are back as well. So some talent back at the skill positions for Georgia Tech, although there is some concern there when you start looking around and realizing there's not a lot of veteran presence, particularly in this spread offense that Georgia Tech has now implemented. Both specialists do return for Georgia Tech. Brenton King, 17 of 18 last year on extra points, only three of seven on field goals, however, 43%, which is a concern if you're King. Presley Harvin, the third, the punter back, he punted 80 times last year for 44.8 yard average. So a little bit of stability in the specialist position as well. Georgia Tech last year as a group averaged just over 46% completion percentage per game through the air. Again, some growing pains to get used to this offense. Georgia Tech also ran the ball 37 times or so per game last year, averaged Almost 153 yards a game, 4.1 per carry, 286 yards roughly in total offense. Georgia Tech last season last in the ACC 
In total offense, that 286.3 yards per game. Also last in passing offense, 133.9 per game. Rushing offense back toward the middle of the pack, eighth in the ACC, 152.42 per game. So obviously there has to be some improvement, particularly through the air for Georgia Tech if you expect the Yellow Jackets to be successful this year. There are some people who are bullish, though, on Georgia Tech, and we'll talk more about that coming up in just a bit. The first four-game segment for Georgia Tech, out of the frying pan, into the fire. They start the season with Clemson, the ACC champions, visit Bobby Dodd Stadium, a Thursday night game, September 3rd. You'll recall the wreck lost last year, 52-14 to Clemson, 29-13 first downs for the Tigers. Georgia Tech ran 45 times, 157 yards and a touchdown, completed 7 of 18 passes, 137, a touchdown, two picks. Clemson, a 632 to 294 advantage in total yardage. Also, Georgia Tech fumbled three times, lost two, leading to four turnovers. Tobias Oliver last year started for Georgia Tech in that game, three of nine, 65 yards through the air, two picks. Graham came in four of seven, 72 yards and a touchdown. So fairly effective finish for Graham in that game. Mason carried 13 times for 72 yards and a touchdown. Jerry Howard carried four times for 15 yards in that contest. Also grabbed two passes for 57 yards. A somewhat of a new wrinkle starting with this program. We've added the ESPN matchup predictor to each of Georgia Tech's games. We've been giving you the over-unders, and we'll continue to do that, but we've also added the matchup projector for each of these games. So ESPN rates Clemson as a 96.3% favorite to win this game. If you want to score along at home, you can, but we'll go back over this in a little bit. Saturday, September 12th, the Gardner-Webb Running Bulldogs visit Bobby Dodd Stadium. The Running Bulldogs from the Big South Conference, 3-9 last year, 1-5 in the FCS-level Big South. Coach Carol McRae replaced after last year by Trey Lamb, the Tennessee Tech offensive coordinator. His brother Taylor, former collegiate quarterback, and several others have joined him on staff. The Dogs last year played two FBS opponents. They played at Charlotte, lost 49-28, and played at East Carolina, lost 48-9, Not so sure you can extrapolate a whole lot out of those games, though. You'll see some different talent, uh, some transfers coming into the Gardner-Webb program, and they'll run a completely new offensive style. Not sure how much good it will do them in this game, but it is something to note. ESPN has Georgia Tech as a 99.5% favorite to win that game. Another short week for the Jackets following that game as they welcome the UCF Knights to Bobby Dodd Stadium, Friday, September 18th. The Knights last year, 10-3, finished 24th in the final AP poll. They were 6-2 in the American, scored 43.4 points a game, won the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, 48-25 against Marshall. The schools have played three times in their history. The last time, September 2nd of 2000, when several of the players who will take the field this fall were not even born. Georgia Tech won that game 21-17. The Ramblin' Wreck with three victories in three games in that series. They've won by four points, seven points, and 31 points in the series. 
ESPN likes UCF 79.3% of the time. And the final game of the first segment of four, Saturday, September 26th, the Ramblin' Wreck hits the road for the first time. They'll travel to North Carolina, the road to Keenan Memorial Stadium, and the 7-6 and six from last year, Tar Heels, Carolina 4-4 four and four in the ACC last season. They scored 430 points. They beat Georgia Tech last year, scoring 38 of those points in a 38-22 decision. Carolina 34-14 in first downs in that contest. Georgia Tech ran just 29 times, really didn't have the luxury to run all that much. They were 11 of 24 passing, 171, two touchdowns, two rips, 587, 321 in total offense for the Tar Heels. Georgia Tech with two turnovers there. Graham, 11 of 24. He was the lone quarterback who played 171, two touchdowns, two picks. Graham also the leading rusher in terms of attempts, 13 carries, 48 yards. Mason carried eight times, 62 yards, and scored a touchdown. Howard, three carries, 31 yards in that tilt. And ESPN likes the Tar Heels 74.5% of the time. So you see a fairly rough opening segment for Georgia Tech. If you look at the first four games of the Georgia Tech season, they open Thursday, September 3rd with Clemson at home, then Gardner-Webb at home Saturday, September 12th, UCF at home Friday, September 18th, and the first road trip of the year, they travel to Keenan Memorial Stadium and take on the North Carolina Tar Heels Saturday, September 26th. So there's your first four-game segment down. Two more to go. We'll look over those segments, see exactly who Georgia Tech has lined up on the slate. We'll continue to do that in just a second. You are listening to Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. Continuing along on Locked on ACC, it is Friday, May 1st, 2020. We are breaking down the Georgia Tech 2020 football schedule. I'm Brian Wilmer. Saturday, October 3rd, Georgia Tech again hits the road. They go to Lane Stadium to take on Virginia Tech. The Hokies last year, 8-5, 5-3 in Atlantic Coast Conference play. They scored 401 points and fell in the Belk Bowl, as you'll recall. Georgia Tech last year had a bit of a rough one. 45 nothing. The Hokies took down the Yellow Jackets. The numbers were fairly ugly. Virginia Tech, 18-8 in first downs. 45 carries, 238 yards, and four scores for the Hokies. Georgia Tech carried 31 times for 53 yards. Georgia Tech threw 25 times, completed 11 for 81 yards, two picks. 461-134 in total offense for the Hokies in that contest. Two more turnovers for Georgia Tech. Graham, 7 of 14, 43 yards, two picks. Jordan Yates came in to relieve him, 4 of 11, 38 yards for Georgia Tech. Yates, the leading rusher in that game in terms of actual carries, 10 carries, 16 yards. Graham, 8 carries, 2 yards. Mason, 5 carries, 5 yards. And ESPN also likes the Hokies quite a bit in this game. 82% the win projection from ESPN. Jeff Collins' crew is off Saturday, October 10th, before welcoming Virginia to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Saturday, October 17th, the Cavaliers last year 9-5, 6-3 in league play. The Cavaliers scored 449 points, but will be without Bryce Perkins, without Joe Reed, without Hasis Dubois, and without a number of the other offensive targets that they had last year. Georgia Tech fell 33-28 to the Cavs last year. UVA 25-19 in first downs. Georgia Tech ran 32 times for 143 yards and two scores, though. 
and were 15 of 22 through the air, 229, two touchdowns and a pick. Only one turnover for Georgia Tech, and it was that interception. 413, 372 in total offense for the Cavs in the narrow victory. Graham, the main passer again, 15 of 22, 229, two touchdowns and a pick. Mason, 19 carries, 94 yards and a touchdown for Georgia Tech last season. Graham carried eight times, 42 yards and a touchdown against a fairly stout Virginia defense. This is where this gets a bit interesting. And we'll talk about the actual over-under a little bit later. ESPN has Georgia Tech as a 69.7% favorite. Just reporting. Saturday, October 24th, Tech at Pitt. The trek to Heinz Field to meet the 8-5 Panthers from last year, 4-4 four four in the league. Panthers actually gave up more points than they scored, 275-292. to 292. They did, however, win the quick lane bowl against Eastern Michigan, 34-30. Tech fell last year 20-10 to the Panthers. Pitt 18-10 in first downs. Georgia Tech, another really rough rushing game in that one. 29 carries, 86 yards. Pitt ran 36 times for 158 yards and a touchdown. Georgia Tech just 8 of 21, 108 through the air in that game. One touchdown, one pick. 362-194 in total offense for the Panthers. Pitt fumbled twice, lost one. Georgia Tech fumbled once, lost it. 3-2 in turnovers for Pitt. Graham in that game, 3 of 13, 57 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Lucas Johnson relieved him, 5 of 8, 51 yards. Mason carried 15 times for 56 yards. Graham, 8 for 30. ESPN likes Pittsburgh 55.7% of the time. Halloween will take the Yellow Jackets to Syracuse Saturday, October 31st to continue their road trip. Syracuse last year 5-7, and 2-6 and six in league play. Dino Babers Orange scored 339 points. The teams didn't play last year. They've played three times in their school's history. Georgia Tech has won all three. Interestingly enough, one of these occurred in a bowl, one occurred in a kickoff classic, and one occurred just as part of the regular course of the schedule. Georgia Tech beat the Orange 56 0 in 2013. It was the last time they played. Tech won 51 14 in the Champ Sports Bowl in Orlando, December 21st, 2004, and they won the kickoff classic 13 7, August 26, 2001. ESPN likes. The Yellow Jackets, 62.6% of the time in that contest. So your next four games for Georgia Tech, three of them on the road. So four road games in a stretch of five, if you continue back to that first four-game look. Georgia Tech in this second segment goes to Virginia Tech October 3rd, has October 10th off. Then October 17th, Virginia travels to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Saturday, October 24th, Georgia Tech at Pitt. And Saturday, October 31st, at Syracuse for Georgia Tech. So there's your second four-game stretch. One more remaining for the Jackets, including a national power and an in-state rival. We'll break those down. All that and more coming up right here on Locked on ACC. Back in a minute. Hey, friends, Brian here. And if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. If you love food... You'll love using Postmates, but you'll love them even more right now because you can get food delivered without even leaving the house or opening the door. With everything going on in the world, 
Postmates created non-contact deliveries, so now when you order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside your door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which you can use to order takeout from your favorite local restaurants. Listen up, you need to support your local neighborhood spots right now. You should only order local because it's a great way to support your community. Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi, though. They actually make your life easier by picking up everything you need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it right outside your door. All you have to do is download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, just download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Rolling right along here on Locked On ACC for Friday, May 1st, 2020. Looking at the Georgia Tech football schedule, and we're into the final four games for the Ramblin' Wreck this coming season. That starts Saturday, November 7th, as Duke comes to town. Duke last year, 5-7, and 3-5 and five in the ACC, 303 points for 350 against, of course, the Blue Devils, as you know. Welcome Chase Bryce, the Clemson transfer, in to lead their offense under center, and we'll see what Duke looks like with him. Last year, though, Georgia Tech fell 41-23 to Duke, 2020 in first downs, but Duke carried 55 times for 197 yards and four touchdowns. Georgia Tech, 40 rushes, 173 yards and two scores. Tech, 15 of 35 through the air, 206, a touchdown, 379, 373 in total offense in Georgia Tech's favor, but the scoreboard unfortunately was not. Tech didn't commit a turnover in that game, which is a certainly a positive on which to build. James Graham, 15 of 35, as we mentioned, 206, a touchdown. Jordan Mason carried 18 times for 106 yards against the Blue Devils. Graham carried 12 times for just six yards, but did score a touchdown. Jerry Howard, four carries, 16 yards, but did catch two passes for 31 yards, including a touchdown. The ESPN matchup projector lists Georgia Tech as a 64.6% favorite to win this game. Saturday, November 14th, Tech travels across town to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They will take on Notre Dame in that contest. The quasi-ACC Irish visit Atlanta. Notre Dame has 28 wins in the 35 games contested prior between the two. Georgia Tech's last win came in 2007. Tech won 33-3. They did also beat Notre Dame in 1999 in a Gator Bowl victory, 35-28. The lone tie came in 1980, a 3-3 decision. The longest losing streak for either of these teams was two. Georgia Tech lost two in 1981 and 1997, at least the longest losing streak in the last 40 years. They've played just seven times in those 40 years, have the Irish and Yellow Jackets, Tech is 2-4-1 in those games. ESPN's matchup projector likes Notre Dame three-quarters of the time. A 75% favorite are the Irish. Saturday, November 21st, Miami comes calling. Bobby Dodd Stadium will host that one. Miami last year, 6-7-4-4. Not a very high-powered offensive team at times. They lost the Independence Bowl 14-0 against Louisiana Tech. 
Georgia Tech beat the Hurricanes last year, 28-21. Hurricanes had more first downs, 21-18, but Georgia Tech had considerably more rushes, 45 carries, 207 yards, and a touchdown. Tech, 10 of 19 through the air, 138, two touchdowns. Miami had greater yardage, 357, 345. Both teams had a fumble. Both teams lost it. Georgia Tech, nine penalties for 82 yards, which hurt, but not enough for them to lose the game. James Graham struggled a bit, 9 of 18 in that contest, 97 yards and a touchdown. Punter Presley Harvin also threw for a touchdown on a fake. He was 1 of 1 for 41 yards. Mason carried 20 times, 141 yards against the Canes, found the paint once. Graham, 12 rushes, 23 yards. Jamius Griffin, 8 carries, 21 yards, and Howard, 5 rushes, 22. Georgia Tech, a 60.6% favorite in this game, according to the ESPN matchup projector. And Saturday, November 28th, clean old-fashioned hate, Georgia Tech and Georgia. Georgia last year, 12-2, fourth in the final AP poll. They were 7-2 in SEC play. They scored just under 31 points a game. They won the Sugar Bowl 26-14 against Baylor and throttled Georgia Tech last year 52-7. The Bulldogs also bring in Jamie Newman, a quarterback with whom the Jackets are familiar. Last year, Georgia 26-7 in first downs. They carried 40 times for 219 and two scores. Georgia Tech 37 rushes, 99 yards. Bulldogs 16 of 32 passing, 281, four touchdowns. Georgia Tech, 5 of 21, 40 yards, and a touchdown, 500 to 139 in total yardage for the Bulldogs. UGA turned it over three times. Georgia Tech won. Georgia also, amazingly, did not commit a penalty in that game. And no, before I hear from any Georgia Tech fans, not sure that's necessarily the, uh, the way it actually shook out, but it's the way it was called. James Graham, 5 of 20, 40 yards, and a touchdown in that game. Jordan Mason, 16 carries, 37 yards. James Graham, 10 carries, 12 yards. Jamius Griffin, 6 for 33, also caught a pass. The ESPN matchup projection has Georgia 94.2% to get win number 69 in 115 all-time games between the two regional rivals. So there you have it, your Georgia Tech schedule for 2020. And now we're going to break down the over-under, and I'm curious to see how ESPN has it versus how we see it. I'll also tell you, as we go through these games, if you hear something where you really disagree with how ESPN projects it or how the over-under has it, whatever else, share that with us. We're really curious to hear your thoughts because this is really an inexact science, particularly until you get guys on the field It's just interesting to ponder some of these potential outcomes. All right, so let's break down the schedule one more time, tell you who they play, when they play, and we'll get into the actual over, under, and win projection. Thursday, September 3rd, Georgia Tech opens up with Clemson at home. Saturday, September 12th, Gardner-Webb visits from the FCS. Friday, September 18th, the Yellow Jackets three-game homestand comes to a close with UCF visiting. Saturday, September 26th, the Jackets hit the road. For two in a row and four of five, they will travel to Keenan Memorial Stadium and take on North Carolina Saturday, October 3rd at Virginia Tech. Off Saturday, October 10th. Saturday, October 17th, Virginia visits. 
Then Saturday, October 24th, the kickoff of another two-game roadie for Georgia Tech at Pittsburgh, then at Syracuse the following week, Saturday, October 31st. Duke at home, Saturday, November 7th. Notre Dame in kind of a neutral site game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Saturday, November 14th. Miami at home, Saturday, November 21st. And Saturday, November 28th, Georgia Tech closes at Georgia. And as always, if they're fortunate enough to make the ACC championship, Saturday, December 5th, that game will be contested in Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Now, Vegas has Georgia Tech with an over-under of three wins. I'll just go ahead and spoil it for you. The ESPN projector has Georgia Tech getting more than three wins in the ACC. So, let's take a look at what they see and what we see. Starting off the season with Clemson, that should be a loss. Gardner-Webb should be a win. UCF, they probably lose. Carolina, on the road, they probably lose. Virginia Tech, they probably lose on the road. So right now, you're looking at 1-4 and four for Georgia Tech in their first five games. ESPN likes Virginia as far as a Georgia Tech second win. I'm still dubious on that. I know Virginia lost a lot, and I know it's in Atlanta, but I'm still just I'm struggling to buy that one, particularly seven and ten times. That's a little bit much to me. I'm not, I'm not buying that one, but ESPN has it, so we'll give it to them. At Pittsburgh, that's probably a, a pick em, honestly. ESPN likes Pittsburgh, but not by a lot. At Syracuse, they can win that one, and ESPN agrees. Duke at home, I still want to see how they look with Chase Bryce. ESPN really likes Georgia Tech against Duke, so we'll say they win that one. Notre Dame, I don't see them winning that one. I could be completely stunned. I just don't. Miami, ESPN rates as a win. They can win that one. And then at Georgia to close the season, ESPN doesn't like that for them, nor do I. So if you follow ESPN's rationale, let's just go ahead and do that. They have Gardner-Webb, Virginia, Syracuse, Duke, Miami. So they have Georgia Tech going 5-7 and seven and 4-4 four and four in the ACC. It's possible. It is. I think four and eight and three and five sounds a little more realistic, but five and seven and four and four is possible. Now, here's the question. If you are a Georgia Tech fan, and I know that there are several of you that listen to this and that read FB schedules because I interact with you. If you finish the season five and seven, four and four, assuming ESPN scenarios hold up, and you have conference wins, Miami at home, Duke at home, at Syracuse, Virginia at home. Are you okay with that? I know it's year two of Jeff Collins. He had to come in and basically tear down what Paul Johnson had and rebuild. Not because Paul Johnson was ineffective. It's just a completely different style. So you have to give time for that to take hold. How do you feel, Georgia Tech fans, if you finish 5-7, and 4-4, and four, Maybe you're competitive with one of Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia. Thoughts? Let me know. Tweet the show at LockedOnACC. Email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can also follow me individually. I am on Twitter at Sports Matters. That'll wind down 
the look at Georgia Tech schedule and the week here on Locked On ACC. Just to briefly set you up for next week, three more schools for next week. We'll break down their schedules. Monday's Louisville, Wednesday, Miami, and Friday, NC State next week. Hope you're getting ready for those. Hope you enjoyed this week. The NFL Draft Recap and the two schools that we looked ahead to, Florida State and Georgia Tech, for this season. We ask you, as always, if you find value in this program, please like, rate, follow, share, and subscribe. The people from Spotify and iTunes and all the other various podcast grabbers would love to hear from you, as would we. Also, while you're doing all that, tell your smart speaker to play Locked On NFL Draft. Another big week for NFL Draft Talk. We'd love it if you partook of some of the NFL talk and NFL draft talk that we have here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until Monday, I'm Brian Wilmer. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. We'll see you back here Monday.